Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Welcome to the Dante Greco Show. It's Wednesday. We're here. We're live. A lot to talk about. Meghan Markle's not going to the coronation, saving everyone a big headache except Prince Harry because she knows she's giving it to him. She's not going to let him hear the end of it, I'm sure. Also, uh, Victoria Jackson from SNL. She has a high voice. She emerged out of the shadows in Franklin, Tennessee to say some uh, homophobic things. That's what the media is calling it. We'll watch it and we'll assess. Speaking of homophobic and gay, rapper Little Nas X has been accused of being not gay by Woe Vicky. You can believe that. And uh, we might have a new Gorilla Glue situation on our hands. I'll tell you all about that because I was personally involved in the original Gorilla Glue hair girl's uh, surgery. So, uh, oh, and of course, quickly, the Bud Light executive, who everyone says is responsible for hiring or, I don't know, partnering with Dylan Mulvaney. I don't even know if I can say the name because I feel like YouTube will bury the videos. I don't even want to talk about that. It's such a you don't want to talk about or you know any of that stuff because the algorithm dislikes it when you talk about that and also anybody that wants to employ you in the future will look at that and say oh my god this guy just even spoke about this situation don't hire him so it's very risky but we're going to briefly touch on what some people are calling hypocrisy because the bud light executive was caught partying at college 20 years ago. So, you know, we're going to look at the pictures. We're going to go through the whole thing. But let's just get right into it. Let's get right to Harry and Meghan, everyone's favorite, America's favorite couple. They're the most important people in the world. They show up. When they show up, they don't even have to do any charity. Just their presence alone saves lives and inspires people all over the world. As we all know, King Charles is having a coronation Nobody wants anything to do with it. Every big entertainer will is not, you know, of British descent is not coming. I think he's getting Lionel Richie to come. I mean, this is shaping up to be worse than Trump's inauguration in terms of star power. The Spice Girls were supposed to reunite and then that all fell apart. And Ed Sheeran doesn't want anything. Even Elton John. That old workhorse is not showing up to King Charles's coronation. Of course, President Biden will not be going because he's Irish and, you know, they hate the British. So uh, it's it's not going to be nice. But this is actually some good news for Charles because I think he hates Meghan Markle. Uh, not Not in like a super like, I hate her, but I don't think he likes her. I think he sees her as a problem. Somebody who brought a lot of trouble into his family, made his mom unhappy in her final days. And uh, he's like, look, we don't want to have to deal with her. So it has been done. Prince Harry is being freed from the clutches of Meghan Markle to go and attend the coronation of his father, the king. Buckingham Palace broke the news Wednesday, saying they were pleased to confirm that the Duke of Sussex 
will attend the coronation service at Westminster Abbey on May 6th. They add the Duchess of Sussex will remain in California with Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet. Harry and Meg's rep issued the same statement for what it's worth. They're all on the same page. Right. I wonder if they're going to get some of those people that, um, like the people that break cult victims out of their cults. Are they going to have like a cult interventionist waiting for Harry when he walks into Westminster Abbey to try and deprogram him and bring him back into the fold? This is your best chance. You might not get another chance like this. I don't know that he's allowed to travel without Meghan Markle being far be or uh, close behind, I should say. She may have agreed to this. She may have wanted to avoid the spotlight, the the cruel taunts and, uh, you know, the ire of the British public. But um, I still think she's given him a lot. of. I think there was a big argument. Harry, you're going to go. You're really going to go. You're going to go to your father's coronation after all that we've done. You think, does, not, does none of this mean anything to you? You would go without me? Why would you go without me, Harry? You know, like that type of stuff. I'm, it, it, it's, there's no way. There's no way she's not making his life a living hell. And he's sitting there like, well, you know, it is my father's coronation. Maybe it is a good idea to go. Maybe it's time to go back home you know prince philip is dead queen elizabeth is dead the older people in the family maybe they were the one you know we never figured out who made the remark about the baby's skin color and uh, maybe they were the ones who were the problem maybe charles is like look just keep the drama to a minimum and you know maybe we can talk about having you back in you are my son after all although harry is the one that everyone suspects is not his son it's the son of Diana and uh, a bodyguard or a close friend, uh, the spare, as, as he forced us all to acknowledge in his book tour. Prince Harry's attendance has been the subject of much speculation and intrigue for the past several weeks. This after King Charles officially sent the invite, putting the ball in his court. It's interesting that Meghan is not going. On its face, you could argue it makes sense. The fact is their son, Archie, is turning four that same weekend. So she technically has a good excuse to skip it. Coronation and the birthday just happen to fall all on the same day. Again, by the way, do these people not, are they the only people in the world who can't get a babysitter? I'm always hearing about how Megan has to stay behind with the kids. Like, what is with, they, they have nannies, I'm sure. That's not an excuse. Or like, take a private jet. Can't put the kid on a private jet. He's not going to know what's going on. Celebrate the birthday while you're flying over the Atlantic. course skeptics might say she doesn't want to go because of her rocky history with the royals remember she and harry have accused them of just about everything under the sun from straight up racism to passive aggressive mistreatment it's all been alleged one other interesting tidbit some reports suggest harry will not be on hand for the full three days of celebration during charles big blowout which will carry on throughout the entire weekend people mag claims he'll just attend the crowning ceremony itself i mean that's one of two things also. It's either Harry being like, okay, father, I will come only for the ceremony. Or Megan saying, you can only go to the ceremony, Harry. That's it. Ugh. And you have to get on a plane and fly right back. Right back to California. And you better not be late for Archie's birthday. You son of a bitch. 
Hello, hello, Justice Jane. Welcome to the show. Um, you know, Harry might be saying it's been a few years since they did the whole Megxit. He might be like, look, you know what? We made it. We proved our point. We moved on. We got a little bit of money now from the Netflix thing, uh, you know, and your huge voiceover career. Uh, maybe it's time we go back and, you know, he is the king. But he's also like 73, 74. He's not going to be around much longer. Uh, maybe we start budding back up to William. Maybe we try to get back into the seat of power before this whole royal family thing ends anyway. He might like his family. It's also his family. It's his blood. Like she hates them, but he might still like them. So maybe he like kind of wants to be there. You know, and he should be able to go and attend that. And if she doesn't want to go, she doesn't have to. Um, seeing how Charles is going to be super busy, you got to imagine there'll be little to no time for him and his youngest son to properly chat and maybe even reconcile. But with that said, Harry going at all is certainly a step in the right direction to mend this broken fence. Experts are suggesting that uh, this is the ideal compromise. It is actually. Harry, William, Charles, Camilla, Prince Ant. Come on, guys. Those are my dogs. All right. Sorry. One second. Let me let them out real quick. Hold on. What's my inner monologue when the dogs interrupt the show? All right. So as I was saying, it's the ideal compromise because look, they finally get to just like be a family again. Prince Andrew and Beatrice and, you know, Princess Grace, whoever is still alive over there. I don't even know. But they can talk without Megan sitting there making everyone uncomfortable. Now, I'm not totally blaming megan i'm not trying to like trash megan i'm just saying from their perspective i'm sure it's uncomfortable when megan's there they didn't like her from the beginning the beef the, the the you know there was always a bit of a beef and uh it may maybe you know harry can he might not have a chance to reconcile with charles but you know they could talk on the phone afterward somehow I like this step. I think it's time for Harry and maybe, you know, I guess Megan has to come. She's the Duchess of Sussex, after all. I think it's time for him to go back because where else is there to go now? They did the Netflix documentary about their lives. He's not going to, like, star in a rom-com or something, you know. The podcast idea is kind of a failure. Although, I wish it had been him who was doing a podcast instead of Megan. Megan and her archetypes podcast is just the same old positivity, inspiration, BS podcast that somehow gets picked up and financed by these big companies, but no one's even interested in the content at all. Um, Harry, on the other hand, he's out there saying, I'm taking psychedelics. Uh, I'm pissed off at the paparazzi. You know, they killed my mom. 
Uh, I hate every. I hate this guy. This guy annoys me. I'm a racist, or I was racist. I killed 30 people in Afghanistan. If he did the podcast, it would actually be a success. He should go like the Joe Rogan route. Truly, forget archetypes. No one needs to hear inspiring conversations between, uh, you know, change makers. We want to hear about Harry taking mushrooms, taking cocaine and dressing up like Hitler. So, but anyways, they've done all that. The book came out. Story's been told. What do you do? Go back. Try it. Let's see what happens now. A new era of royalty, essentially, where you've had a guy who's kind of broken free and, and gone into the modern world. Kind of like when the Amish... When they when they uh, go on uh, Rumspringa, Harry's been on a Rumspringa for a long time now. It's time for Breaking Amish, season four. Harry and Meghan. King Charles is pleased with his son's decision. The rest of the family will be relieved at the news, and this is so that they can all say the N word out loud and not worry about getting called out on it. Just kidding. Although who knows. But the Duchess will stay home at the couple's residence in Montecito. Yeah, yeah, we know all that. Sussex, these two do not like each other, you can tell. One royal observer commented, Charles will be pleased. The rest of the family will be relieved. It would have been particularly uncomfortable for Kate. Meanwhile, the couple's friend, Omid Scobie, confirmed Archie's birthday played a factor in the couple's decision. He expected it will be a fairly quick trip to the UK for Harry. Yeah, which is likely to last a few hours. He's only going, you know, poor Harry. He's got to fly nine hours or whatever it is, 10 hours over to London to spend a few hours at the ceremony and then come right back. Let the guy stay the weekend. Come on. Maybe he's got some other friends he wants to see. Like, does he have to not do anything that he wants? Crazy. Megan will be with Archie on his fourth birthday. I wonder if Tyler Perry will be there or Oprah. I don't know. Ellen, maybe. Uh, for months, I hoped for reconciliation, but after Spare, the interviews promoting it. Rift with the royal family is serious. Harry's unlikely to have a role in the ceremony or appear on the balcony. He may well appear in the procession after the ceremony. However, it would have been impossible for the Sussexes to not be represented at this unique event and expect to be taken seriously as members of the royal family in the future. It's smart. It's smart to get there. Don't rule it all out, all right? He's lucky that he is there after Spare and after the Netflix documentary. So good for Harry, good for Megan, letting him go. Uh, and that's it. Let's move on. What do we want to do next? Let's just talk about the Bud Light exec real quick. Okay. So, because as I said, this is this is very risky. You talk about this stuff, you're putting your future career prospects on the line. So everyone got to know this woman in the last week. If you uh if you're online, she is the Bud Light exec who decided that. The company was out of touch. It was associated with fratty humor and hijinks, and it needed to be kind of uh, modernized. 
One of the ways in which she did that uh, was by getting, uh, what's his name, Miles Teller and his girlfriend to dance around in a commercial. And the other way she did that was by employing uh, Dylan Mulvaney or sending Dylan Mulvaney, the trans influencer, a case of beer with her face on it for celebrating 365 days of womanhood. Well, predictably, lots of backlash, Kid Rock blowing up packs of Bud Light, everyone running them over with a with a steamroller or something. Uh, the company has lost about $5 billion off of their stock price. Now, pictures have emerged of this woman partying in college. Here she is drinking Rolling Rock. She's there. She's having a good time. These are old Facebook pictures and everyone's saying, well, you hypocrite. You want to complain about fratty and out of touch humor and stuff like that. But here you are partying. I'm going to come to her defense here. It's not a good argument. First of all, look at her. Does she look like she still parties? I don't think so. I don't think she would have a glass of wine with you. Uh, Everybody partied in college and sometimes took pictures of it. That was literally 18 years ago. It's very possible her mind has changed. And by the way, she was drinking Rolling Rock, which, similar to Bud Light, is a shit beer with very low alcohol ABV. You know what I mean? She wasn't pounding uh, vodka Red Bulls like Paris Hilton or uh, snorting Coke or, or doing anything. Else. She was drinking Rolling Rock at what looks like, I don't know, a sorority house or something. She was part of the ISIS club at her college, which, you know, not a great name now. But back then, this was pre-ISIS. Uh She's there, like just hanging out in the in 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 the fraternity house. It's nothing crazy. She's just with her friends. They're having some rolling rock. They're drinking beer out of colored condoms. You know, she had a little fun. Diet Coke. There's a bottle of Diet Coke there, for God's sake. I think it's not hypocritical to be 39 years old and say, you know what? I, that's not really the uh, image that we want for our company. Now, do I think she's wrong about that? Absolutely. Because again, Bud Light is horrible. It's like drinking water. So, and it just makes you fat. So her audience, the, the, the Bud Light demographic is still fratty college kids who want like some cheap beer to play beer pong with and drink at the ball game. Uh, you know, you're not going to like find some sophisticated audience for Bud Light or whatever they were going for. All right. It's not to say that LGBTQ people don't drink and don't want to drink Bud Light, but like, it's not going to be your biggest market. So just from that standpoint, uh, I think the market is proving her right for now. Although look, everyone's going to forget about it. Anyway, people are set in their ways. People that like Bud Light will go back to Bud Light eventually. All right. They're not going to. And anybody who's still holding on and still fighting this in like three months, just just get off the Internet. Go have a Bud Light. Nobody cares. 
don't uh, don't ruin your future career prospects by I guess what I'm trying to say is don't ruin your future career prospects by making some big public stand right now against Bud Light for putting Dylan Mulvaney's face on a can. It's not worth it. It's the same as those people who in 2020 when the riots were happening got caught up and thought they were revolutionaries and they started throwing Molotov cocktails at the NYPD. Or, or running over protesters or whatever. Like a lot of those people are going to jail now. Looting. They track down all those looters. I said it at the time. I said the cops are just letting you loot the Santa Monica promenade because they're going to find you later. And they did. I followed up on that story. They tracked down almost all of those looters. So just keep your head straight. Nobody cares. Again, though, coming to her defense. I think she's wrong from a business standpoint, but, uh, you know, she, she partied in college. And by the way, she works for a beer company. So you do, you, you don't want someone who's never partied in college to be working for your beer company. Whatever you think of her politics, you got to have the experience. Uh, oh, this was something I saw real quick, you know, it's just funny the media how it works. So John Bon Jovi's son gets engaged to Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things. And what is the article that comes out? The dark side of the Bon Jovi family. From his sister's drug overdose to his father's mental health battles. Is Jake Bon Jovi looking for stability by proposing to Millie Bobby Brown? I mean, his father's worth $410 million. I think he's plenty stable. It just made me laugh as I was reading the headlines. You think it's like a joyous occasion? Like, son, we're going to... No, we should put this out publicly. You're engaged. I'm proud of you. What do they do? Your sister had a drug overdose. And your dad was mentally ill. While we're on that type of topic, I saw this headline as well. It made me laugh in a, in a, in a morbid, in a gallows humor type of way. Utah dad who murdered his kid Utah dad who murdered his five kids and wife leaves weird suicide. Now you're just thinking like this guy goes through a whole thing. He writes a suicide note. He brutally murders his whole family and thinks like this will show them. And then what does the media do? They go, Oh, look at this guy's weird suicide note. Ugh, freak. <laughs> He write, he's writing his suicide note all serious. Like, I the reason why I did this, and then I killed him. Weirdo! I know they didn't quite mean it that way, but just the way the headline was worded made me laugh. Hate fatally shot his daughters Macy, Briley, Sienna, and sons Ammon and Gavin, as well as Tasha's mother, Gail Early. Uh... Yeah, I would rather rot in hell than put up with another day of this manipulation and control over me. This is nonsense. I can't handle it for one more day. We will not be a burden on society. I kept asking for help, and you wouldn't listen. Mental illness, clearly. But, uh, you know, it's just funny. You got to have a dark sense of humor to find that funny, I guess. Let's talk about the new Gorilla Glue girl, okay? Everyone remembers the Gorilla Glue girl from last year. She put the glue in her hair. It was finally unstuck after a surgery. Well, we got a new one. This girl on TikTok mistook wood sealant for hairspray. 
with devastating results. Here, let's watch her video. Hold on. Uh, 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 okay, here she is. Let's hear what she has to say. I am one second away from fully losing my fucking shit right now. So I took two showers today trying to get my hairspray out and it didn't budge. So I was like, finally, just now I was like, why don't I check and see what hairspray this is? Cause it's really good. I found this on my dresser. I think I put fucking wood shellac for, for woodwork in my fucking hair. Please tell me this comes out. I am one second away from fully losing my fucking shit right now. So I took two showers today. Sorry. All right. So some people are saying she's faking it. It's a bit she's kind of like my- a funny person, but her two latest TikToks since then, she does have something covering her hair. You know, she seems to be taking it well because she's still making her little skits. But I want to help this woman if I can. All right. Because I was there in the room when the Gorilla Glue girl got that glue taken out of her hair i was at tmz at the time and they called me they said listen do you want to go and film this procedure where they remove the glue from her hair and i was immediately disgusted because i literally thought it was going to be a thing where like they're cutting off her scalp you know like I didn't know how they were going to get it off. And even when I was filming it, it kind of looked like that. Cause the hair, it was so hard. At one point I was like, am I seeing her skull? What is that? It was like someone, um, somebody like, you know, that was trying to settle the Western States being scalped. That's what I thought I was going to witness when I walked in there. Ultimately it was a feel good story. The girl finally got her hair unstuck. Curly hair? Super curly. Wavy. Coily. But How funny is that? They're doing a hair. That's why we use the specialist. A hair in- ad on this video. Curl Smith. Curl Smith. All right, hold on. I got to wait for that thing to finish playing. Curl Smith. Curly hair. Gorilla glue hair. Wood shellac hair. Curl Smith. It'll take it right out. All right, so hold on. Here's Here's Gorilla glue girl. Yeah, I had to go in and I was in there for like an hour, like not even an hour, like four hours just holding my camera in the uh, in the room. Here we go. Crazy, huh? <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> How's it feel to feel your hair like Jeez, that again? Scratch it. I could. It looks great. No, yeah, I looks really did. Looks great. Good. 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 Like that. Incredible. <laughs> Just came from the barber. I know. <laughs> Let me help you. Yeah, so it was a great moment. This guy was really good. Dial pads where work comes together. God damn it. Dr. Michael Obang. I'm gonna comment that on his uh on her on her page. Uh this is a receiver reporter. He's been on the show before. He used to work with me at DMZ. What are the top stories on inside fighting? I'm still blocked. Inside fighting, by the way. All your UFC and boxing news, go there, check it out. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. You're going to thank me later. All right, here's her. Remember this? Oh, man. 
Ugh, I got PTSD. So, for this other girl, she needs this guy. I want to help her. If she's telling the truth about getting her hair covered in wood shellac. I'm fully losing my fucking shit right now. We're going to have to cut your head off. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's let's type something. By the way, follow me on TikTok at the Dante Greco Show. I'm posting there again. Uh, as I said on my last show, I don't care that it's a spy balloon for your phone. China can have all my data because that's where the audience is, I've found. I'm not getting anything from Instagram. I'm barely getting engagement on Twitter. YouTube is even starting to like downvote my video. I don't know. Must be because I'm so controversial. But TikTok is where the audience is. So if you're on TikTok, go ahead and give me a follow. I post little clips from the show. All right, let me type this up. Need to go see Dr. Michael Obang in Beverly Hills. He'll Obang, he'll Obang that shellac out of your hair. Hills. He saved the Gorilla Glue girl's head. There we go. Okay. Perfect. I just did my good deed for the year. I gave her that information for free. And uh, hopefully she'll see that and she'll, she'll share my video. All right. Homophobia. It's everywhere. It's even in your kitchen. Uh, and it's also in your city council meeting. Let's do Victoria Jackson. Now, I used to live in Franklin, Tennessee many years ago. And I saw Victoria Jackson around town. She was on SNL. She had a really high voice. She talked like this. She kind of was permanently trapped in uh, an adolescent kind of thing. You know, they say that... Um, I don't know if she has a history of like, you know, uh, trauma or whatever, but they say that your voice freezes at like a certain young age, or it's also kind of, they say this about fame too. Like your mind freezes at the age you became famous. You know, there's this, this is like, you know, pseudoscience, but it is what I've heard. But she's not putting it on either. That's how she really talks. Still, I mean, look at her. She's 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 an AARP member, and she still has that voice. So, let's hear what she has to say. It's uh, it was a lot of people protesting at this city meeting in Franklin, Tennessee. By the way, beautiful area, really one of the most beautiful downtowns in the entire country. If you ever get a chance to check it out, Victoria Jackson. God hates sodomy. He hates homosexuality. He said it's an abomination. And he hates, God hates sexual immorality, all kinds, fornication, adultery, etc. And God hates pride. <clears throat> like one of the most things he hates is pride. Just real quick, you would think she would have some microphone technique from all those years of being a professional entertainer. She's right up on the microphone. 
Proverbs 11, 12, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And Sodom and Gomorrah proves that God hates sodomy and sexual morality and pride. And it's still there. And archaeologists have uncovered it. You can go on YouTube and see it's a frozen city in sulfur. Uh, what is she doing now? Has she turned this into um, a career yet? Like, there are people that make a career out of this. And fire and brimstone. Brimstone is sulfur. I just want to encourage Thank this you. generation not to be brainwashed. And to watch Beckett Cook on YouTube. Beckett Cook. Beckett Cook on YouTube. All right, who's Beckett Cook? Let's see who she's talking about. Beckett Cook. I mean, look, it's 2023. If you're still complaining about homosexuality, you got to just, you know, modernize yourself a little bit. All right, like, I mean, look, people can have their own opinions and have their own beliefs. And I understand this is a religious belief and all that, but you're not going to win the argument. You're not going to convince anybody. I mean, look, do what you want by the same token, you know, live and let live. That's what I'm all about. Beckett cook was born and raised in Dallas, Texas before moving to Los Angeles after college to pursue a career in writing and acting. Okay. And, a little weird he looks like a, a combination between zach braff and uh who's that writer aaron sorkin so i took the car keys and i ran down to the car while he was gone it was in the hotel i wish this guy would just tell us who he is and what he's about you know you go to my page it says x tmz field producer celebrity interviewer comedy and news commentary show all right here finally relevant topics and crush the lies of culture with truth becky lived as a gay man until 2009 when he reluctantly agreed to attend a church service at which he was transformed by the gospel and gave his life to christ he also knew that homosexuality was a sin and that he could no longer live that life now he talks about it. Well, you know, look, Victoria Jackson, she seems like a nice, sweet person. Uh, I never interacted with her when I was in Franklin, but I did see her around town from time to time. You know, like she seems nice. A lot of people are nice, regardless of their beliefs. Uh, it's just funny that she's going out there. I mean, and look, you know, she should start a podcast. Forget about promoting Beckett Cook. Get out there. This is a golden age of like, putting your content out there. I'm sure she has an audience or she could have an audience. Uh, but what I really wanted to talk about was Lil Nas X. Now he's famous for basically being the gay rapper. He's like came out in 2019. He had the big song old town road. And, uh, you know, he's continued his career. He's controversial with his devil performance thing. Like him and Sam Smith, both are, both are like still into the devil, which like, I thought that was kind of like an 80s and 90s thing. 
who really is still cares about the devil in popular music, but whatever. Uh, he has been accused of being not gay, being gay just for popularity. And he's getting a partnership with Bud Light. No, but this girl, um, whoa, Vicky, who's an influencer and, um, that's pretty much, she, she's like an Instagram influencer person, you know, he, she, she's saying he's not gay. So let, let's just watch what she has to say. And we'll talk about it. This is from the, we in Miami podcast. In case you were wondering where they were. Oh shit. Hold on. I just realized you can't, you can't see it. You can't see it. My bad. My bad, y'all. All right, here we go. What you think about Lil Nas X? I feel like he needs Jesus. What about Lil Uzi? He needs Jesus too. I, they both definitely sold their soul. I wanted to say this about Lil Nas X. I got a few friends that went to school with him and they said he was never gay. So Are you I, serious? So I know for a fact like what he doing is because like they told him like you gotta do this now if you want so, to. So so you feel like he's not really gay? Like, I feel like ain't nobody really gay in Jesus' name, amen. It's getting popularity, getting you money, getting you views. So it's like Selling yourself like you do right. this, you going with whoop. So what do you think of the music in the entertainment industry? Like it's just demonic. The industry, it's like you have to do certain things to get that. So I believe he had to do certain things to get where he's going. And like the certain things is you gotta do this and lead people this way and lead people that way. What you think? All right. So first of all, I feel a little bad about criticizing Will Vicky because she gave me a nice interview a few years back and then she followed me on Instagram. But then she unfollowed me not long after. So you know what? Effer. Uh, first of all, I knew friends who went to high school with him and said he wasn't gay. That's called being in the closet. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are gay who said for years they were not gay. A lot of Hollywood is gay and still says they're not gay. So that's not exactly a great argument. Um did he play it up? Could, is it possible that uh, a music executive said, you're gay and you're, you want to talk about it? Okay. You know what? We're going to market that. We're going to make that your thing then. You're going to be the gay rapper. We're going to make a lot of money, a lot of gay money. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, these people are smart. They understand. They, 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 it's marketing. It's a way to stand out. And it's finally a time where you can do that without facing major backlash from uh, anyone other than Victoria Jackson. But, you know, faking being gay is a little far. Now, look, there she's not the first person to say this. There are other people who have come out and said, when have you ever seen him with a guy, you know, have you, or, or with anybody, or, you know, he's faking it. He never guys try to hit on him and he never actually goes through with it. Like he could be like a Tom Cruise. He could be like a asexual weirdo or, or into just like some, some really weird shit. Allegedly, by the way, allegedly it's all alleged, but uh, also could this be considered mental illness? The way that she talks now, well, Vicky is white. All right. And let's listen to this again closely. 
school him and they said he was never gay. So Are you I, serious? So I know for a fact, like, what he doing is because... I know for a fact what he doing. Hold on. Think about Lil Nas X. I feel like he needs Jesus. What about Lil Uzi? He needs Jesus, too. I, they both definitely sold their soul. I wanted to say this about Lil Nas X. I got a few... I want to say this about Lil Nas X. I want to say this about Lil Nas X. Friends that went to school with him, and they said he was never gay. So Are you I, serious? So I know for a fact, like, what he doing is... I know for a fact, like, what he doing? Because, like, they told him, like, you got to do this now. if you want. So, so you... Is this mental illness, truly? Is this an identity crisis? What is this? How does she live in that character? That's not just like a Southern accent. Like she's clearly putting something on and you know what it is. I don't understand how she has slipped so far into the character. I feel bad. You know, she was nice. All right. But come on. What are you? What is that? How are people not just like offended by the way she talks? You feel like he not really gay? Like, I feel like ain't nobody really gay in Jesus' name, amen. Indeed, the name, amen. Ain't nobody really gay in the name, amen. What? The guy should say, do you feel that you are something else? Do you feel that your identity is the, the voice? Do you feel that the voice you're using is representative of who you are? I feel like everybody who I am getting you money, getting you views. So it's like selling yourself. Like you do right. this, you going to whoop. So what do you think of, the of course? If you do this, you're going to whoop the whoop. Uh, she is making some good points, though. The music industry is demonic. The music. Not like there's a demon coming out of the ground to cast a spell on you. It's, um, it's, um, <laughs> it, it, it's just like horrible people in the music industry who will do awful things as we've seen the me too movement and whatever told us all about that. Uh, so, you know, you can't rule everything out. Can't rule everything out. In the entertainment industry. Like it's just demonic. The industry is like, you have to do certain things to get that. So I believe he had to do certain things to get where he's going. And like the certain things is you got to do this and lead people this way and lead people that way. What you think about Lil Nas? That's true. She's right. She is right about that. Uh, Lil Nas X responded to her on a tweet. Lil Nas X said, who gives Oh, where is it? Who gives AF what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this? Now, you really got to be on the internet a lot to understand what he's saying. He's referencing some time when there was like some major thing going on in the news. I don't even remember the specifics. And Ja Rule decided to tweet, I feel like I'm one of the top rappers of all time. And everyone was like, not now, Ja. This is not the time for this. Like, it was like, you know, in the middle of the George Floyd riots or something. So I believe that is his way of dismissing Wolvicki's criticism. Let's see what people on Twitter are saying to this. I do believe if he wasn't gay, he wouldn't be famous. Being gay got him and keeps him paid. I have to disagree. How many other gay rappers are there? As far as I know, you got Frank Ocean and maybe you have Tyler, the creator. He's always talking about his boyfriend, but like, I don't know that he's fully come out. Funny aside, Tyler, the creator, 
we used to walk around in Beverly Hills, you know, me and, and uh, some friends that I had who were uh, co-workers uh, or not co-workers. I don't know if they want this out there, but like, you know, we see celebrities walking around all the time. doesn't mean we necessarily shoot them, but like sometimes you'd see Tyler, the creator, and we'd just, my friend would be like, dude, we want to fuck you. Yeah. And Tyler would be like, what the hell are you talking about? Guys get away. I don't know. It's kind of, you had to be there. Yeah, to be there. But this is Tyler, the creator. He's always kind of like, you know, walking the line between am I gay? Am I not? Other than that, though, there's really not a lot of outwardly gay rappers or or, uh, you know, rock and roll singers either. Male, at least. So. I disagree with this guy's assessment. Valerie Complex says she is white as a ghost usually, so she's been adding color to herself. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Is this a, is this uh oh, okay. You know what? Wow. I must be on the internet too long. People are saying that this is a Dave Chappelle line that Lil Nas X is referencing. Let's hear it. I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule was on MTV. That's what they said. They said we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Jaws' thoughts are on this tragedy. Who gives a fuck with Jaws' rule things at a time like this, nigga? This is ridiculous. I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. That's funny. I thought it was bad. They shouldn't have knocked those buildings down. All right, so who knows? Who knows if Lil Nas X is gay? I don't know. How can we prove it? You know what I mean? How can you prove that little Nas X is gay? He doesn't have to. He can do whatever he wants, you know. Uh, real quick, what's going on over at ESPN? Somebody was apparently moaning, like the director or something was moaning during a uh, an airing of First Take. Did not believe. They were going to do a damn thing this postseason. That's why they made the decision that they made. So we can lament the decision. I'm just focused on the reason why. The reason why is we think they're not that good. And evidently, they Maverick, did not believe they were going to do a damn thing this postseason. Oh, oh Stephen A. That's why they made the decision that they made. So we can lament the decision. I'm just uh, uh, who's working there? Jeffrey Tubin from the New Yorker? The masturbating Zoom guy? Uh, give me a take. Oh, give me a first take. Uh, uh, is that little Nas X? Uh, Kendrick Perkins. Uh, focused on the reason why the reason why is we <laughs> the reason why is we think they're not that good and evidently they matter are they letting people direct the show from home now is this guy laying in bed forgot to turn the mic off is in, in the bathroom did we ever get to the bottom of this Oh, man. 
P already confirmed it's him, and the sounds definitely match up what's on screen. He said he's battling flu-like symptoms. Okay, so it's... <laughs> All right, wait. So we <laughs> we have an answer. Okay. Kendrick Perkins. That was this guy on the right. Apparently, he's battling flu-like symptoms. That's me. That I'm working while battling the flu. Wow. <laughs> and the reason why. That's why. The reason why is we think they're not that good, and evidently they maverick did not believe it matches up. They were going to. That's why they made the decision that they made. So we can lament the decision. I'm just <laughs> dude. Get that mic further away from you. You and Victoria Jackson need to get the mics further away from your mouth. The love of God. Okay, let's see. Is there anything else that we need to check out? Anything else that we need to check out before we go? I think that uh, I think we covered everything, right? Let me check my my rundown. Yeah, that was it. All right, so it's been the Dante Greco show. If there's no questions, then uh, we're gonna we're gonna shut it down. I thank you for joining us as always. Uh, now we go to our future president for uh, some life advice. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Dante. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell me your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. That's good. I said, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day.